nerds by, by nature. nature. It's in our it's in our DNA. Okay, hold it's on. in our DNA. <laughs> hey, nerds! Here at the Nightlight Podcast, we may be playing a game, but we are definitely not for kids. Crude jokes and language abound, and parental discretion is advised. If you enjoy our pre-show banter, you can find entire episodes of backstage banter on our Patreon page. We should come up with a uh, band name for the Nightlight Podcast. Lights in the night. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a uh, battle the bands episode. Ooh, that would be dope. Well, what what would you guys do in the band? What would you would you vocals? Guitar, um, what? I'm a human beatbox probably. I feel like I would do a guitar. I feel like because I could have like an axe guitar. I feel I like, like I uh, yeah, versus like would have to be the drummer, right? Or Arian, because he's got the two swords. Nah, Ned would definitely be the drummer. Ah, yeah. No, it's Ryan. He has to be the lead singer. Ryan has to be the lead singer of the band. There's just no way. He, he can't be a drummer and a singer? Uh, who did that? I think it's Def uncommon. Did. It's definitely Def uncommon. Leopard did it. I mean, shit, no, Def Leppard had the one-armed drummer. What, what band had the drummer? I feel like Ned has there. to be the drummer, though. I was. Oh, I didn't even think about Ned. I'm not gonna play fucking bass. Oh well, you could be the drummer, and Ned could be your drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> so is he like gonna snap Ned in half or some shit? Like, damn. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ned. Ned could just be the drummer. He could just make sticks with his, you know, with his sticks, and then throw them, and then just grow them back. Oh, he's gonna make sticks with his dicks, and I, I could have swore he was gonna <laughs> say he's gonna make sticks with, stick his, with his dick. I'm like, what? You ever? Uh, what's the Blink One Eighty Two? Travis Parker. You watch the video videos Travis of him Parker like Parker with the B. Did I not say Barker? You yeah, Scott. Parker, you know what, Scott? Can I just say you are striking out tonight? Like, <laughs> As a white person, right. too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you it's should your know culture, these man. things. Yeah, we some foul mouth money spending motherfucking nineties kids. A bank account running out like my patience is. A always late, tell us straight, ain't got time for this. Yeah, but I got time for you. Welcome to the Nightlight Podcast. This is a show about a diverse group of nerds that tell a story together through shitty improv and the rolling of dice. My friends will be role-playing as the heroes of this adventure, while I'll be covering everything else. And I'm your game master, Scott Fisher II. And if I was in a band, since I'm kind of like not in that, I'd, I'd be uh, the Sinful Seed as a throwback to the other week. All right. That's the band name? Yeah, sinful seed. You know, uh, like because I, I, like I, I wait. What's I, the what's the throwback? Because uh, I'm not if I following. jack off, it's like you know my seed is like full <laughs> <of> sin. <laughs> Plus, I thought it actually sounded like a cool. Oh name. God! <laughs> took, took it back. That is perfect. <laughs> That's clever. No, that is that perfect. Is clever. That is clever. I love it. Oh man, the sinful seed. Never oh, forget. Good. Never and it's funny as fuck because I did not. When I tell you, I didn't catch that until no. he said, "Well, I'll be jacking off." I was like, oh shit! Like Four I know exactly dollars, what it is. I probably would have never connected the two. Like That's never, bro. Over my head. So that was good. Thanks. Thanks. That was good. That was good. Um, I'll go next. I'm Justin Hamilton, and I play uh, Milaje Rhoda. If I was in a band, I think. Well, if Milaje was in a band, more specifically. I would name it, and Aunt Ryan, this is in honor of you, I would call it the Executioner's Sarah Nade. Yes, sir! Yes! Oh, that's great. Our late dear friend Sarah. From and you'd be the guitarist. Oh, I didn't say, I'd probably just be yeah, a well, yeah, uh, behind-the-stage producer or something. If I'm you would be the manager. Yeah. You'd, you'd be yeah, the manager. <laughs> yeah. And I would be the, the lead guitarist with my uh, axe guitar. My name is Nick Wilson. I play the ranger role Mountain Shade. 
If I was in a band, I would definitely be the drummer because I can't sit still. And the band name would be Savage Lunch. Savage Lunch. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's, the, what's right. the callback? I don't know. It's just like some shit that would come out of like the 90s or the early 2000s. It doesn't make any goddamn yeah. sense. Oh, all right. Yep. It fits perfect. <laughs> roll, I mean, Roll eats some savage shit, you know? That's true. I did eat that uh, that fish folks do. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, didn't you didn't you get like a crab claw and like drink the blue blood and shit or some uh, shit? Uh, that, that was I the did wolf. That. You yeah, uh, that was yeah, Melage because he he like cooked it and shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I am Ryan Johnson. I play the one and only Aryan Vega, the realest out there. And you know what? Let's just shout out to like my boy Scott for like helping me out with that, man. Cause that was like a hell of a backstory. And I love that shit. Like in my head, I was thinking about it in the gym and it was like so dope. I was like, damn, we just made a good ass character, you know? Like, that was I'm, great. I'm stoked. He's got some cool shit. They don't, some cool shit lined up, man. I'm so don't, excited. Don't sell yourself short. Apparently, I, I had nothing to do with it. But no, I, Justin, if you fucking wait, I will let you know. Like, I was going to shout your ass out for the moves and shit that we made up. Anyway. I will be the lead singer in a band named Wars of Darkness. Ooh, I like it. And that goes back to um, when Roll uh, shadow stepped with me and opened his eyes and saw the war and all that stuff. Um, Wars of Darkness. The, uh, yeah, like, I think that would be it. That would be dope. That's, that's actually a really good that band is, name. Like, I that feel like, that cool. would, like somebody would pick that in real life. Those have to be, you realize you have to be like, like metal bands, right? Like those are only names that you can yeah. use for like a metal. That's band. fine, you know. Yeah. You act like I'm I can't. Like, like, like I can like <laughs> demon can come out of nowhere. Hair, yeah. Well, Ooh. no, but that works perfect for like I could totally see you, you like doing one of those songs where it's like oh, and then it cuts into like those vocals that are like, ah, nah, 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 like where it's like yeah, a. Di- no, no. I hope yeah, the voice doesn't get that fucking high. I ain't no bitch. Like, damn. No, like, well, no. But it's in, in like a in a rock way. Like, it changes from dark to heavy to light to heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you got the balance. Ah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah or like yeah, the dark. You. Yeah, you get the balance going. Yeah. Yeah, my doppelganger is going to come out and like be like the. the and then I'm going to be like, I'm going to be looking at him. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to start like singing and shit. Like, Nick you know? and or Scott. Yeah. Have you ever been a part of a mosh pit? Yeah, absolutely. No. What? I, you have to tell me about it. I've always wanted to do it, but like at the same time, I'm like, no, it's not something. Oh, yeah, man. I used to go to these. Uh, so like when I was in high school, when I thought I was like super punk rock, I used to go to these like local punk shows in Asheville. And um, I would just like tell my parents I was like going to see some like Christian band or something. But it was really. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Scott was. Actually. That's exactly where Scott was. <laughs> like, like, I've yes, never been to a Mama concert. Dressing actually. up in all black and baggy jeans to go see a Christian, uh, a worship band. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, I would uh, I would go. There would be these like, you know, big dudes and like their suspenders and their tank tops and their combat boots. And I would just like jump into the mosh pit. I just get like fucking like yeeted. It's like a skinny so white dude. So it's literally like you see it on TV. Like that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Like I mean, punches are being thrown. Well, no, 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 not punches. There's an etiquette. You're not like. <laughs> oh, you're not trying there's to an etiquette. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Motherfucker, yeah. you get to... thrown in the fucking like pool of people. There's <laughs> etiquette to that. Like, yeah. really? You're 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 like you're not 
throwing fists or like kicks, you're but you're like people, slamming each like, other with know? shoulders and you're, you're kind of shoving a little bit, but you know, you're just kind of shoving people out of your way. And then they would do this uh, circle of death thing where everyone would like, it would open up in like a bigger space and everyone would just like spin around in a circle. Everyone would kind of run around in a circle, just like slam it into each other, like shoving each other. Oh, it's funny that you say circle of death and I'm thinking like, oh, white people bring out knives and shit like and probably start stabbing each other. Like, what the fuck? No, no, I don't know why I thought that. That's so dramatic. I'm fucking a mosh pit is dramatic. <laughs> now now I'm like now that I'm 30 I just stand off to the side and if someone starts a mosh pit I'm like hey like fuck you don't spill my beer that's why I stand off to the side uh, that's there. actually funny man cause you know too grown for that shit now. Yeah. shout out for exactly. Ice House man Ice House you just like go to Ice House you tell my parents hey man I'm going to Ice House they're like alright cool be back by 2.30 bet and then all of a sudden it gets shot up so then you just hang out at a cookout for like an hour and a half cause you know black people can't act right in their own fucking parties and shit like it's weird yeah. like, they just start shooting and shit nope it's over with shut down I don't and- think that's specific to black people I think that's just people in general don't know how to act when they get drunk and listen to good music. you know what yeah I will take everything back that is when you are under 21 but you're old enough to go to a like a party at a venue so you drink in the car shout out to Mad Dog 2020 and fucking Burnett's Burn Nasties Burnett's Strawberry mixed with Lipton Strawberry Kiwi drink ugh ugh Ryan, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That's like the blackest shit I've ever. Done. <laughs> you ain't gotta tell me, bro. You do not have to tell me, dog. Like I will tell you right now. You take two swigs of Burnett's and then you chase it with the Lipton oh, strawberry. You don't kiwi. even mix them. To, you uh, don't even get the courtesy uh, of mixing them. You don't mix it. You chase it, bro. You chase it. You fucking chase it, bro. Like I'm, I'm uh, telling you. Oh, I'm raw, bro. When I tell you I am raw, I am rough, bro. Like I, I've bro, never I been to raw. a concert. We were going to go to one what? when we were in college. Wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> never, yeah, you've yeah. like never been to a concert, <laughs> like no. ever. Uh, I was. We were going to go to the one J Cole or whatever, but then uh, what was it? one of our college friends' friends threw up, so I took him back to the dorm and didn't go to it. Oh, that's such a scum. Oh, that man would have been shit out of ass, bro. You, hey, <laughs> stay in the car. You yeah, throw right? up in my it's car, I'm going to beat your nobody. ass. I'm not I'm not missing J. Cole. <laughs> right. If you got to throw up, open the door uh, and throw up outside. Damn, Scott. Well, we need to go to a concert then, Yeah, man. dude. Seriously, come uh, down to Charlotte. Never, yeah, you've never been to one. That's uh, sad. Yeah, I just had it. Like, I wasn't, you know. You were a shelter child. You've never been to like a home yeah, a homecoming exactly. show? Like, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't count like... Uh, like Christian retreats where was like, all the teens would go on a bus and we would go to like Steubenville douchebag with a guitar <laughs> you know and they say they on a bus get on a bus. <laughs> where y'all going it's like a church a church retreat y'all have to see Jesus yeah, like, yeah. you never had, you never been on a church retreat no no actually oh. man no. we always learn something no black people yeah. it was just, i mean our churches go to carowinds but you know we'll yeah, yeah. Like, that's the no, point it was like <laughs> there's like thousands and thousands of like these teens that would go to atlanta it was like a catholic thing like convention or whatever during the day they would have different rooms that you could go to that would be like oh this guy's talking about being married and having kids and this i imagine there are probably a lot of teenagers there that was fucking any chance that they got maybe <laughs> yeah yeah me <laughs> <laughs> what do you think i went on them fucking retreats for it's not to hear douchebag zach with his guitar yeah that's sing exactly songs <laughs> with his fucking seashell necklace hell no i was going there to get me some biddies.
Damn, bro, yeah, you ain't listen. You, you want to listen to uh, about Jesus, Scott? Did you ever? Did you? Did any of the churches you ever go to ever do those fucking? Um, instead of like a haunted house, they do like a hell house. What? No, no, that sounds Jeez. crazy cool would, compared to what we would. Know. We don't acknowledge don't. Halloween. Well, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It was like a Christian alternative to Halloween. Instead of doing like a haunted house with like demons and shit, they would set up a thing like you're going through hell. So there would be like one room, it would be like, <laughs> dr- like drinking leads to like a car crash and like all your friends oh, are dead. Oh, or, like, yes, I, you know, I know like, exactly. having premarital sex leads to like rape, and it's like, and then like you get to the end where you're like literally in hell, and everyone's like, like screaming, and it's like super dramatic and shit. Then the fucking like youth pastor would come out and be like, okay. Well, you could avoid all of this by accepting <laughs> Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. See, I would have been that motherfucker if they had like the devil like dressed up at the end of the fucking trip. Like I adapt the devil up, but like, what's up, bro? I know you. Like, ain't you my pastor? Like, what the fuck? Like, so, wait, you did this right? Hell no, I ain't do no stupid shit like that. What well, kind no, of no, shit you, was that? Have you been to one? Is what you're saying? No, fuck no. Like, bro, no. I think I've been to one before. It was like a white church that I went to with one of my friends. It's definitely. I was gonna say it's definitely a white church, white people. That shit. does sound cool in a really lame way i'm surprised my church hadn't done something like that before um but back to the actual like to our yeah, podcast that's like a hard left turn. Uh, that was a fuck-ass <laughs> tangent right there dude <laughs> yeah we did. are, we are you ready uh jt to kind of jump into this i'm ready to go all right everyone else is out of the vagabond this morning when you get out of bed it's you're still recovering if you think about it malaje like it's just been a rough couple of days for you mentally and physically. And I don't know. I'm sure you've been through the ringer. Yeah. Before, yeah, yeah. But... I don't know that they're out. So I immediately wake up. And the first <laughs> thing I do is walk outside my door and I knock on Roll's door. Hey, Roll! And I wait. <laughs> There's no response. Hey, wait, can you go back? Do you not put on any clothes or nothing? Like, are you just like booty butt naked? Like in the hallway? Uh, hey, Roll! <laughs> <laughs> sure. I put on clothes. Actually, no, you know what? I'm yeah. Jeans walking by in his robe with his dick out again. <laughs> I'm just in my draws. <laughs> just in my draws. We're already gone. You're gone already. I just don't know you're gone. <laughs> so, Roll doesn't answer, obviously. So, then I go over to Versus' door. Hey, Versus! Yeah, no response. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess I go back in my room and, and put on some clothes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, stomach's growling. So, I guess I'm going to go and, and see what's for breakfast. So, I think I go. Is it downstairs? I think the mess hall's downstairs. Yeah, so, yeah, it's downstairs. I would say it's, you know, they're getting ready for lunchtime already, like at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Woke up late. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's there's some people, good thing you put some clothes on, there's some patrons that are mingling in. You see Connie at the bar. She smiles and waves. Hey, how you doing? The, the, I'm, the do- new, I'm doing good. Guy, right? Yeah, have you happened to see, like, verses or roll anywhere? They weren't in their rooms. Oh, G mentioned that they they already left. They were up before even I got up. Uh, there must be early risers. They left without and she's me. like polishing uh, or getting some plates ready and stuff like that. Malaje looks like severely depressed at the news that they left without him. He he thinks they probably left together and didn't include him. Let's see a role. She didn't know. She doesn't notice. I mean, she's pretty insightful on in those things, but she's just like kind of focused on getting ready. So just kind of, I guess, talking out loud to myself, not necessarily like saying this to Connie, but I think she can hear me. I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Um, she, uh, she picks up on that. <laughs> Everyone in the bar looks up and just see oh, this kid that comes in like fully clad. Well, I guess not a kid uh, to them, but uh, just well, what am I supposed to do? And she looks and she goes, um, uh, Jean, 
Gene did mention you were looking for Gunther. Um, he should be in his lab tinkering away. And you hear just like a distant. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> and just like it sounds echoey. And she goes, yep, that'll that'll be him. Um, if you go downstairs, uh, Gunther's lab's, you know, right down there. All right. Thanks, Callie. And I immediately like run off um, downstairs towards uh, Gunther. I, OK, bye. Yeah, so you make your way downstairs and all of a sudden it's like the whole environment changes. There's a giant uh, metal doorway uh, with like, you know, Gunther's lab keep out. button, and then there's like a big red button to the side. That's like doorbell here or messages, leave messages here. I, oh, I was about to say, I don't care what the red button is. I push it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear and like some static for a sec as you press down on it. Right. And did, do, you uh, hold, do you hold it or do you like yeah, press it? Yeah, continue to hold it. Okay. You just hear. All right. I, I think at this point I let it go. Maybe I knock on the door. Hey, Gunther! <laughs> Uh, and then you hear like another. Uh, you 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 pressed the button, but you didn't. Was there, is there someone there? I can't I can't hear through the steel contraption. Yeah, it's uh it's Milaje. Uh, Captain Jing told me to come see you about some like weapon upgrades or something. Did you press the button when you said that? No, absolutely not. He like you see like this metal whirring thing come out of the door like a big eyeball, and then look at you, and it like blinks, and then you hear over the speaker. Young man, if you're going to speak, press the button, hold it down, and talk. I cannot hear you through these doors. And you just hear, oh, God damn it. All right, so at this point, I press the button and repeat what I just said. Uh, Captain Gene sent me um, down here for some weapon upgrades. Oh, indeed. Okay, uh, come on in. And then you hear, and like you, the door starts sliding. King, uh, it's almost like a uh, a vault to a bank, right? And you um, you know, walk in into this hazy with smoke room, and there's a bunch of like metal contraptions you haven't seen, weapons, guns, uh, well, rudimentary kind of guns, and uh, there's this tiny looking gnome with big goggles and wiry hair just pounding away with this. It looks like an iron hot screwdriver at some metal scraps. And he, he puts the his goggles up and puts his little tool down and turns to you. Ah, uh, yes, so uh, well, what, what what can I do for you? And he starts kind of scrambling over and starts, like, looking you and eyeing you over. So um, uh, I think once I walk in the room, like, I'm kind of, um, you know, amazed at, like, all the different things going on and catching my attention. Um, but as he says that, you know, I kind of lower my head a little bit and I'm kind of, like, shuffling my feet. And I'm like, well, um... So I've kind of noticed like when I'm fighting, there's like something happens and like something takes over me and I don't want to like hurt my friends anymore. So do you have like something that can help me with that? Like, you know, something that that can help me not maybe do that. And I just kind of like continue to stare at the ground. You're asking me to make your weapons less viable. That is not for me. Yeah. Get out of my lab. Well, no, I, I'm here to invent, to tinker, to, to explore the world, not, not to degrade and destroy. That, I mean, I guess sometimes you have to break things down to make them better. I can reforge a weapon that's even greater than the one you have now, but I will cost you gold. And he kind of like wrinkles his fingers. 
Uh, but to to take away from your power, that is that is not for me. Well, I don't necessarily want to take away from it, you know, as I kind of look up a little bit. I just want to do something different. Mm. And then he kind of like eyes your axe and then like eyes widen. Mm. Let me, let me. And he starts, he's so tiny, right? Like you're six foot. This guy's like three foot nothing. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, wait, you're like six. Yeah. So you're like double his height. And he starts like clambering over to your side, trying to get a look at your axe. All right. I kind of pick him up. And put him on his table, <laughs> and then I take my axe. <laughs> I take my axe off my back and and put it on the table beside him, so he can inspect it. Ah, uh, yes, okay. I'm, and he starts going away. He gets these goggles and like, and it looks like a almost like a telescope on his eye. And he goes to touch it, and then just and he he just scrambles on this desk back and like stares at this axe. Then looks at you. Get this cursed thing out of my lap and why would you Gene send me this first thing in the board get out get out and he kicks your axe off the table and like it's uh, it doesn't really go anywhere he's t- it's too big <laughs> and heavy for him uh, so he like presses a button and this like big mechanical arm comes out from like this golem comes out from behind the desk it's just like a metal robot and it just picks the axe up like a toothpick and then hands it to you as I'm taking it I'm like so you won't help me I do not want anything to do with something that that hideous. It just uh, and you see like his hair kind of like sticking up on end, and you don't know if it's because of like the Tesla machines in the corner of just his erratic nature. But he he does not look pleased with what you're holding in your hands. I kind of look at my axe and then look at him, and I'm like, well, was well, there something wrong with it? And the, he's like pointing to the exit, and this golem like is mocking. Like he's got the the, the little gnome has these like metal gloves on. And as he points, like the the golem kind of mocks, uh, copies his movements. Just t- take it out of my lap. And so I kind of look at my axe and then look at him, and I'm like, "All right, well, thanks anyway." And I walk to leave. He just goes back to his like, "Thanks for nothing." Why does he sound so sad? <laughs> Who? Because you say it. You just got shot down. <laughs> you guys got left me by down. myself, like, and now I went to go try and get some help, and nobody will help me. I am sad. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> the door just and locks behind you, and you're just outside of this lab all alone. Um, well, I guess at this point. The last person that Gunther mentioned to me was Jean, and I'm like, well, maybe Jean can help me. And so um, I know Connie's in the mess hall, so I think I'm going to go visit her and see if she can point me in the direction of Jean. So I go back to the mess hall um, to find uh, Connie. Yeah, yeah, and Connie's up there. She's already been, like, serving some plates that Chef Chef cooked up to. Uh, a couple patrons sees you again, and she goes, oh, hey there. I, uh, what? Mickey? I can't remember what. Gene said your name was. Anyway, uh, hi there. How how are you doing? Uh, did things go all right with Gunther? I kind of plopped down on the bench beside her, and I'm like, no. He said he couldn't help me. He said my axe was cursed or something. Oh, Gunther. Hmm. Gunther's not normally the type to turn people. I mean, he's done it before with our other recruit. You know what? If he said it was cursed, did he... hmm. Maybe you should head toward the Fishman Temple. There's There's some monks there that kind of handled this thing it's the only real religious place in this lawless town and they might be able to help they helped yeah, Gunther our, uh, told me to go. Recruit. Gunther told me to go find a a, a monk I, th- I think that might be helpful and Bellagio kind of perks up a little bit because he's he's a man on a mission now so and he didn't tell you what an asshole what's an asshole 
And I say it, I say it real loud. What's an asshole? <laughs> uh, everyone just turns to you. Oh, uh, and then this big guy's like, "I'll show you an asshole." Whoa! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard left turn. Go eat your cornbread. <laughs> hey, hey, Carl, Carl, go away, Carl. Not again. I'm kicking <laughs> not, the fuck. He said not again. <laughs> and Connie's like, here, um, actually, let me uh, grab something from behind the bar. And she like goes and she grabs this like little, it looks like just a little bead, right? And um, Is it she... angle bead? <laughs> 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 God damn it. No. Um and uh, she like fiddles with it for a sec, brings it over, and you see she's she's actually from the last time you've seen her. Uh, she always had this compass tattoo on her wrist, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she's got some various other tattoos, but the compass tattoo is still something that exists in this timeline. And uh, it starts spinning as she holds up this little metal thing, and she goes, "This is something that Gunther made for me that reacts to my tattoo, my or my aspect." The compass starts spinning and then locks in a direction. The compass and the bead kind of spins, matches it, and then grows these little wings, and it starts glowing, and she, like, puts it in your hand. It's like a little stag beetle, right? It's like a golden and snitch? Kind of. It's, But it's, yeah, it's a snitch. We'll just say it's a snitch. Um, yeah. And she goes, that if you just follow that thing, because um, it's kind of a little treacherous, you got to go down these croc- rocky crags, and it's not on the other side of town, but there's a fish folk temple that some monks might be able to help you out with over there. Just follow this thing; it'll it'll guide you. I don't want you to get lost. Thanks, Kylie. It's Connie, but uh, thank oh, you, Connie. Uh, got it. Thanks, Connie. Yeah, and I pat yeah, her on the yeah. head because I remember patting her on it. She likes being patted on the head. Oh yeah, <laughs> she blushes. She oh, it's been. Oh, what was your name again? Malaje. Okay, Malaje. Well, uh, I'll be here. Um, best of luck. You know, uh, hopefully Jean figures everything out. Malaje's we'll, already. We'll going. see you later. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, like ran yeah. out the door after he like, had, hey, after after sprinting out the door. Like, like the, 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 the dust trail down his feet. Yeah, the little, the little. You're 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 holding the beetle and running with it rather than falling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure this this thing is just it's foreign to you. It's so cool, and you're following it. You're almost losing track of where you're going, but you start to get a very familiar sensation as you're going down this rough kind of craggy mountainside on the other side of the lighthouse and it leads to this uh, beautiful waterfall and a giant bridge that has ornate decorations and it it feels very familiar it, it should because it's only been a day or two but it's <laughs> it's leading toward uh Vitel's temple the place that you uh battled the generals not too long ago but it's definitely different it looks a little bit refurbished, but at the same time lacking in its, you know, luster. I think Milaje would stop, pause for a minute, just to like reminisce and remember kind of all that happened. Um, and I'll almost be a little hesitant at first, but then he remembers like we were in a different time um, and things are fine now. And so he, he carries on. Okay. Um, yeah. You get to these giant doors that have these, uh, fish-like handles on them with all these uh, structures and you're just standing in front of it. Um, Malaje remembers from the last time <laughs> that you... Well, actually, he's very confused because he remembers somebody pulled the door, he remembers somebody pushed the door, and he's trying to remember which one was which because he wants to get it right the first time. Um, and so he goes to pull the door? Mm-hmm. You are. Is it budge? You gotta, ooh, that was a 
That was a roller coaster that of emotion. Was a, no, you made it. <laughs> that, was a, that was a tough one. <laughs> um, yeah, so you uh, pull these doors open, and sunlight streams through the ceiling of this beautiful uh, fish folk uh, temple. And you see a bunch of it, – it's it's filled with people rather than being these empty pews and little water holes that you saw before. And um, you see a bunch of different – turtle fish folk and other various species kind of in Shut their own the front say, door turtles turtles correct uh you, you see you a couple, know turtles are laje's favorite animal yeah yeah you like see turtles. one with big um at the kind of like walking around talking with some of the people it, it, he holds his head higher than some of the other uh individuals and you you get a clear sense of leadership from this uh turtle that has these big black glasses on I immediately go over to the to, uh, to the turtle, like full speed. And uh, as you walk over, you just hear him talking. Yes, yes, uh, Mickey, it's uh, good for you. Good, good to hear that you're doing well. Um, uh, and he like turns and sees you approaching, and you can't see his eyes through the glasses, but he just freezes up, and just like stares at you. Malaje, I pass out. <laughs> I pass out. The fact that this turtle knows my name and turtles are my favorite, I pass out immediately. Does he? Do you actually? Like, does he fall? Yes, I literally pass out. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you uh, you stir. You have this like weird déjà vu sensation. Like, you just get this dream. You see images of blood everywhere on the walls of this temple, and it's dark and just. <laughs> the sound of flesh and bone and then you wake up and you're kind of sweating a little bit and you're in the corner of this temple with like on a a cool stone slab and uh this other turtle is looking over you like dabbing you it's the turtle with the glasses and uh, he's dabbing oh, over you, him yeah look at no, my sorry d- sorry <laughs> look yeah. at my he's, he's, he's looking over you he's not like that one gnome He's not like Constantine. <laughs> uh, he's he's dabbing your forehead with like a cold compress, and then ah, uh, you sorry, yeah, you wake up to this big turtle with giant glasses and uh, sunglasses, and he's just looking down in you and goes, "Oh, good, good, you're awake. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Uh, glad to see it. That that gave me a little scare there." And you see a couple other like four other turtles that are just kind of standing around behind him, looking anxiously. And I'm just like, I, sorry, I got. I just got so excited because I love turtles and you knew my name. Like, how do you know, how did you know my name? Oh, I guess it has been a little while and it was a really brief meeting. My dad did most of the time, my granddad did most of the talking, but it's, it's me. And he lifts his glasses up. You don't remember me? Malaje just grins like, like a, it's, and nods like, yeah, your name is Alabasta. It's Squirta. It's me, Squirta. Squirta, Squirta. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going next. Squirta. And then I do. Yeah. I, and then now I actually remember Squirta. Squirta was the little, the little turtle, right? Yeah, what he was like a little turtle. Get? Now he's big and grown, and he looks like he's kind of like the leader of this place. So he kind of like hushes you for a sec. He goes, "Yes, it is. It is Squirta, but keep that to yourself for a little bit. The people here they call me Splinta instead." Splinter. As if that's any better. <laughs> like really? Like I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> People will never know who I am if I change my name like that. It's it. Yeah, I, I yeah, can explain sure. it to you in time. Ends but what? And begins and ends with the same letter and sounds almost exactly <laughs> the same. No one will ever. <laughs> and then uh, one one of the turtles behind him and he goes, 
Splinter, Splinter, it's, uh, are you sure he should be here? Like, and he kind of, like, shivers in his shell. And Squirt Quick is like, little side Donnie, bar this question. is a good friend of mine. Oh, Mike. my God. I was just about to ask you. I was going to, are the turtles' names Mikey, Donnie, Ralph, and Leo? Donnie. <laughs> Ralph. Oh, you already said Donnie. <laughs> Yeah, Donnie, yeah Mikey, there's Ralph Donnie. And, uh, well, you we're, see four turtles, and, and yeah, he's like, Ninja Turtles. And, and sp- I kind of picked Splinta, up on it when you said Splinta. Uh, yeah, sp- Splinta's like, I, I mean, how, are you clairvoyant? How did you know all their names? And the other ones look shocked. <laughs> um, I just, I know my history of turtles. And so as I see the the other little one kind of looking at my axe, I take it off my back, and I'm like, yes, th- this this is why I'm here, actually. Um, so I was trying to get some help with this, and uh, a friend of mine, well, he's not really a friend. He's more of an acquaintance. Well, he's really more of an inventor. He kind of invents things, but then he said he didn't want to really do anything with my axe because he said something was wrong with it. Any- anyways, he said my axe was cursed, and apparently you people, like you people, turtles, by the way. You people? Yeah, what you do you people, mean, you people? Um, <laughs> you can help with this you you have some knowledge around this like i need some help because something happens to me when i fight with this axe apparently and i don't want it to continue happening i don't really know what it is i can't really explain it but i, j- I just need some help with it yeah uh squirt his eyes narrow but you can't tell because he's got sunglasses on <laughs> <laughs> he's like yes i i will never forget that great battle afterwards and when i came onto the shore and cleaned up the temple with my dad and saw the remains of your battle i i, I can't do what my dad used to be able to do he was he, there hasn't been a real priest of Phytal since him and uh, but I, I do I do remember a thing or two. I, I can look at this for you. And he, like, reaches his hand out to kind of look at the axe a little more. I hand it over to him. He he holds it in his hand for an instant, and it's almost like it burns him for a sec. And uh, he, like, winces and then doesn't drop it, like, on the floor. But, like, you see it slip for a second. He grips it tighter and then puts it down on the table. And, oh, yes, uh, well, now it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Um, you have a cursed blade here. Well, cursed axe, and I can't even tell what it is. I'm just again, I'm, my my dad was the was the real priest of this temple. But I, what I can do uh, is is show you how to control your anger. It's something that all of us have had to learn to to deal with in order to survive the seething anger that our people have. Is just it's something that's unhealthy, and that's that's kind of what I do here with these and. Donnie, Lonnie, and Ralphie, and Mickey kind of like look over his shoulder and like nod while he's talking. So we have expertise in controlling one's anger and using it to our strengths, especially in combat situations. So if if you want, we can, you know what? Let's t- we got to test something first. Follow follow me and bring your axe. And he turns and starts heading toward uh, where that beach was below the temple itself. Okay, yeah, I pick up my axe and I, I follow. There's like steps now, like there's a big spiral staircase. But instead of going down that, he just jumps down the waterfall in his shell and kind of slides in it into the sand and then waits down below. Uh, Melage immediately does the exact same thing. Jumps in the waterfall. Roll a a d20 just to see. uh, Roll a dexterity to see how cool it is. Um, All right, hold on one second. I roll 17. And 17? What's my my, uh, Well, my mod is plus one, so 18. Okay, cool. You slide down this little waterfall. Somehow your axe magically doesn't get chipped, and uh, <laughs> you you land on the sand, and Squirta paces back and forth, and you see Donnie has this bow staff, Lonnie has 
this reverse blade. Ralphie has a jetty, and Mickey just is kind of cracking his knuckles, and he's like, "Yeah, what's a jetty?" Oh, jet a jetty is like think of you know what um, a sai is, like the the weapons that he normally uses. It's like a sword version of that without one of the extra tongs on the end. It's it's used for bludgeoning, but also disarming swords. Hmm. All right. I, yeah, I had never cool. heard of it before, so that's they're cool. cool. They're really cool. Hey, the yeah. more you know, baby. Yep. Yeah, they're they're used to kind of like disarm swordsmen and then pin them. Um, Got it. Anyway, uh, yeah, and uh, so all of them are like, which which one of us, which which one of us is getting a go at him? Um, and Melage, uh, he's he squirted like looks at you. He's like, which which one of us do you want to test out your skills on? Uh, I kind of look around and then I kind of smile and I'm like all of you Ooh. Uh. <laughs> and they all start <laughs> okay well if that's the case all four of them combined can't even take me so what we'll do is you'll you'll take on Splinter and um, the four other ones kind of like protest for a second he just holds his hand up and he's like Malaje come at me with everything you got Melage immediately goes for an axe slash, like <laughs> almost as if like okay. on um, cue. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Um, he looks at you surprised for a second, and then you see him turn his back to your axe, but like moving like water. It, well, actually, roll an attack roll. I don't want to force events on you. Um. All right. Give me a second. Hmm. Uh, I got a. You're 25. trying to be. <laughs> you got a twenty-five. Yeah. Shit. Okay, I was gonna say you got to beat a twenty. Um, I so got seventeen plus plus all my modifiers. <laughs> so you swing your axe down, and he spins with it, like flowing like water. And so the okay. axe hits off his shell and glances. And he, you see him. He was like rearing back to do, like, uh, like he thought he had it fully dodged and was almost gonna like have your blade slide off his shell. But you swing it faster than he expected. And instead of, like, spinning and trying to hit you back, he actually has to use his hands to kind of grip the length of the axe. So he's, like, struggling to control it. Melage still looks, like, in amazement because I don't think he ever thought that, like, a turtle shell, like, the turtle shell on the back could be used for, like, defense. And he's, like, really surprised that it, like, stopped his axe. So he's, like, looking at looking at Squirta in amazement. He made, he made a really poor attack roll. Um but what he was he was doing was basically disarming you in a way and then was going to repost but mm-hmm. the axe slides and grinds off of his shell it doesn't crack it at all like his shell looks like it's reinforced with something and um it's one of the first times in your life i'm sure that your axe didn't just slice it or something you you were going for but the 25 you were going full force and he looks with surprise spins as the axe hits his back and then kicks but you dodge with cat-like reflexes, and his foot goes right over your shoulder, and you hear a poof, and he lets go of your axe, jumps back for a second, sweating, and looks in your eyes, and he's, and he's like, you, you were actually trying to kill me, weren't you? And um, you didn't hold back at all. And if you look over your shoulder, you see, like, a giant hole in the wall behind you. I'm just, I'm like dumbstruck in amazement and like how cool that was <laughs> i mean you told me to attack you so yes yes i just mm, that blade has gotten 
dug its teeth into you deeper than I thought. This is going to take a lot of practice. He looks over toward the one that's with the bow staff. Donnie, is, is Theo still here? No, he already went back to the lighthouse. Squirter looks back at you and he's like, Okay, Malaje, I, I can't help you, but it's going to take some time. You're going to have to come train with us. There's another member of the, the Nightlights that, that comes irregularly. He has anger issues just like yourself, but for a different reason. So we will just take on another pupil. I mean, you don't even have to convince me. So like, <laughs> Malaje immediately pulls out his compendium and he's like, so what days do you need me here? What time? Like, what do I need to bring? Like, he is beyond excited that he gets to train with some freaking Ninja Turtle monks, bro. So, strictly speaking, there's something you need to know before you sign up with, for training with us. We can only do this in at nighttime, and we do this secretly because it's not something that other folks would be pleased about if they knew that we fish folk were learning how to fight. And don't use my real name, by the way. Please refer to me as Splinta whenever you're talking amongst others. Malaje is like fiercely scribbling every word. So he's like underlining the word secret. Like and then he writes in parentheses, don't tell role or versus <laughs> like exclamation point, exclamation yeah. point. So he remembers not to tell him. And he said, not, not many people know about this place. And the ones that do are mostly trustworthy, but even amongst fish folk, we have to be careful. So come here at midnight. Whenever it suits you, we be tra- we train down on this beach every night away from the prying eyes of other people. So Theo comes here occasionally to do the same. Maybe you can uh, come with him as well. We know you nightlights have a busy schedule, so Theo's not here all the time either. Elijah not. And um, I do have some other work I have to get back to. Donnie can help show you your way out if you need it, but uh, it's good. It's good to see you, Malaje, and I'm, I'm glad you recognize that this rage is something you need to put a handle on. Especially, he kind of looks at you nervously. After that last attack, it's definitely something you don't want to take the lives of people you care about unnecessarily. Yeah, you see like a, a flash of sadness cross Malaje's face, and then it kind of like disappears. And he shakes Squirta slash Splinter's hand, and he's like, thank you so much. Like, you won't regret this, I promise. And he immediately like bounds off. He doesn't wait for Donnie or anybody. He, to, he gives to you help a him. smile, and he's like, it's going to get better, Malaje. We we all have anger. We just got to learn. Yep, to- Malaje's already gone. He's going to be a rough one. And the other one's like, nod. Um, And we cut back to, I'm assuming you make your way back. Um, If you take out the little beetle, um, glad the GM invented this for plot holes, because I feel like Malaje would not know his way back otherwise. (laughs) You're exactly right. Uh, The beetle, like, leads you back to the bar, and Connie sees you come in and is like, oh, I know Gunther wasn't helpful earlier, but I hope the fish folk were. Melage just like nods up and down. He doesn't want to speak a word about what happened because, again, he remembers big secret, and that's all he remembers. So he just he just nods. <laughs> Did you meet anyone fun? Uh, did they, were they helpful? He, he just nods. Just nodding. <laughs> oh, okay then. Well, Gene said to let anyone of you guys know that he should be finished by tonight. So if you guys hang around, uh, he'll he'll meet with you after dinner. Um, have you happened to see Versus or Roll? They haven't gotten back just yet, um, but they said they just got kind of things to do and rushed out from what Gene told me. All right, well, I guess I'll just wait around here for him to come back. And Melaje just kind of immediately takes a seat on the bench. 
And um, as you sit down, you're kind of like the beetle. You're maybe playing with the beetle or whatever. And um, the sun kind of glints off this new shiny ring you got. And uh, it kind of reminds you the way the, the jewels embezzled. It's like a, a pure dot color. It kind of looks like a turtle. So I look at the ring, I kind of twirl it on my finger, and then, like, I get literally, like, a light bulb idea, and I immediately, like, get up and, and run downstairs to Gunther's lab. Um, and I knock on the door, hey, Gunther! But then I remember that he <laughs> wants me to hit the, hit the button. So um, I then hit the button and yell, hey, Gunther! Um, and the little eyeball comes out. What, what do you want? I'm busy. I don't need you coming back here and bothering me. Hey, 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 I know you couldn't do anything with my axe, but I maybe have another piece of equipment that you can help me with. The eye blinks and he goes, oh, okay, this is intriguing. Yeah, and I put my ring, I put my ring up to the, up to the door and I'm like, look at this. I just got this and oh, I know oh, it's got oh, some awesome oh, yes, power yes, behind it. Yes, yes, oh. yes, 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 stop talking, come in. And the door's open. Right. Malaje has met someone else that is does not care much for time. <laughs> you see him sitting on the shoulder of, or the, this giant golem when you come in, and he has the golem put him down, and he kind of rushes over. I, and I immediately take off the ring, and I'm like, what can you tell me about this? And is is there anything you can do with it? Mm, yes, yes, it's it's not very strong, but it, ah, yes. And he holds it up to the light, and he goes, I feel I feel the aspect coming from this. It's it's quite interesting, quite interesting. Very good defensive item. I I, I like these things. I like these things. And he, like, grabs it and it's kind of like fiddling within his fingers and he just starts he takes it and starts walking away so you want to explain to me what you're doing with it like yes, can you yes, help yes. me or no do you have do you have gold do you have gold yes yes i have gold. okay and i drop my gold pet purse on the on the table oh, oh i can do a lot with some of this all right and uh so so uh this you want this ring you want to be able to do something more with it um yes this this is a great reinforcement aspect i can use this i can use this um, what is, what kind of fighting style do you use? What can I, what can I, I haven't seen you fight before. You have this mighty axe. Um, the, you need something. That's it. That's protective. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. Cause then maybe I don't have to, I think, and he remembers that he has to keep most things a secret. And he's like, I feel like I learned that what's going on with me is maybe coming from the axe. So if there's something that I could use where maybe I don't have to use my axe as much or it helps me mm-hmm. in fights. Yes, yes, then, yes. You, you know. Yes, ma- that's stop talking. I know exactly what we're going to do because you have a two-handed axe, but sometimes you need it not to be one, but you need to protect it. And, then, and he just starts talking so fast you can almost not hear him. And as he's talking, he's like, this golem's just picking him up and he's like looking down at the ring and talking to himself. Come back tomorrow morning, and I think I will have something ready for you. Now be gone. And uh, oh man, that sounds goes great. Goes back to getting ready to work. And Malaje walks out with a smile on his face. He's excited. It's been a it's been an eventful day for him. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you make your way back, and you're waiting for Roll and uh, Versus. And based off of how their events went, Versus did spend a day shopping and going to the forge. So he probably comes in last after Roll. Are you wait? Are you gonna wait eating eating kind of like in the cafe or the bar area? Oh yeah, like uh, imagine like a child being dropped off at daycare for the first time, and like you know how they wait by the window <laughs> for their parents to come home. That's me. Like immediately, like I'm just waiting for one of them to walk oh, through the door. Oh shit! So I guess as I see Roll walk through the door, I like come up to him and I'm just like, man, where have you been? And I'm like a little disappointed. You didn't take me with you. I was 
paying a visit to an old nemesis. It's not the kind of thing you bring company along for. <laughs> Alright, well, did, what happened? Did you get into a fight? Or? I ran away with my... <laughs> Roll just stares at Melage and he has like blood on his face and like under his fingernails of his hands. Um, versus all of a sudden pops up in between both of them. Well, like to the side of both of them. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that you win. Like you could have got your ass beat, <laughs> but you just walked out. You know, like you know, bar fights you can get your ass beat, and you just walk the fuck out the bar, and everybody knows that you got your ass beat, and maybe you got your ass beat. Is that what? Malaje goes to like I love as, this. as he sees versus there gangs all back together. He goes to hug both of them, uh, but then he realizes that they probably wouldn't like that, so he contains his excitement it was not my ass that was defeated <laughs> to hey man you couldn't fool me motherfucker like you got your ass carl walks up, you want your ass defeated boy <laughs> <laughs> fuck off carl carl um, carl get the fuck out of my car you and, you and your beads you and your beads uh no i was uh i was there was a uh, creature that i've hunted a few times and if and he has always eluded me and i I finally got him. I couldn't think of like a, a cooler term. Than got him, but I got him. That seems very roll, though. Lack of a better term, I got him. I got him. Ladies um, and gentlemen, we got him. Versus you. Yeah, about that, um, my man's. We need to we need to talk a little bit as a group, I suppose. Um, I'm I'm no longer going by versus. I feel like a new person. Um, I'm going by Arian Vega. Oh, that's a great name. And Connie kind of like walks over. Nice, nice to meet you, Arian. I, I've gotten to meet Malaje and briefly met you. Uh, what was your name again, sir? She looks at you, Roll. My name is Roll. We've known each other for literally weeks at this point. <laughs> Not. Well, I haven't met you. Maybe this is what. Gene was talking about. It's been really confusing with your group, but interesting. I will say very interesting. Um, I have... Speaking of confusing okay, versus, what is this new <laughs> identity that you've taken on? I'll be honest with you, man. I I haven't left my roots, but just to make a long story short, um, Isidro told me I should find myself and create a new, in a sense. And I'll be honest, I think I took that to heart and just changed a little bit of my ways like i still have my roots but i'm just a new person i want to build my own bridge and cross it that was deep melaje writes that in his compendium build own bridge cross uh, it. connie walks back up oh that's a really cute compendium you got there i, I thought it was the only one and she pulls one out too melaje shuts it immediately because he doesn't want to <laughs> see <laughs> his secrets okay, that he has we... written in there yeah and, and uh at this point roll turns to melaje well what have you been up to well, Connie gave me a snitch, and I had to chase it, and... Oh, a snitch? Hey, bro, we can go get that snitch right now, bro. Snitches get stitches, bro. <laughs> no, not that What's kind of... Up? No, 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 not that the... kind of snitch. Oh. Like the... He points to the butters. He turns his fitted hat backwards and points at his butters. We can go stop this dude out right now, bro. Snitches get stitches, bro. What's up? No, it's not a person. It's like a thing. It's like a oh, beetle oh thing that I had to chase around. It, it, anyway, it doesn't... What I did find out was so my axe is kind of cursed um don't know if you guys know i uh, think that probably might be a little bit of what's happening to me when we fight but it's cool i'm working on it don't worry we can still be friends i promise i won't hurt you melaje nods like trying to get them to agree in, in approval 
Okay, Melage. And immediately desperate to change the subject, uh, Melage looks at Connie. He's like, so is Gene done with, with what he was doing? Like, can we go see him now? What's up? Arian, you, you are looking very good. I'm got to tell me where you got those those threads. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, yeah, Gene is uh, probably finishing up, he said, a little bit after dinner time. So if you guys want to grab some food, uh, finish whatever's going on here. It seems a little complicated. And I'll meet you guys, too, because uh, I'm very interested to meet this, this, this new brigade that we have going on here with the Knights of Light. So I'm excited. Um, just, uh, Chef Chef will get some food for you. Just let me know what you want, and we'll we'll get going after dinner. So as she says that, it, this brings up a memory in Melage's mind where he's like, he thinks, I still don't really understand what the hell nightlights are. <laughs> and he just kind of walks off. Goes to find a seat. Roll kind of shakes his head, and he just kind of walks off muttering about new kids and their Names and pronouns and <laughs> threads. And... No, not wrong. It makes so much sense. <laughs> no. Roll's like ability just went He just down. doesn't understand. He wants to understand. But he doesn't <laughs> understand. Oh, okay. As a side note, I was um, filling out some paperwork for my new job today, and they were asking like what my pronouns were on like the official like like workday like wow. app like personal information really? stuff and i was like man we are definitely in 2020 yeah they asked and they asked um mm-hmm. what i identify as it was like side gender male side gender female it was like um bis- I mean, not bisexual gender? yes cisgender sorry um and then it was like right. uh what's the other one Fucking um, sensitive yeah i know excuse me um, so yeah, but this was like There's all like on like the official. Yes, all of that stuff was on there. It was like the official like paperwork, and I was like, oh, all right, well, yeah, it's cool. this is new, but hey, I'm here for it. I think it's interesting. I think it's really interesting. No, I'm not. I'm with it, dude. Progress, one step at a time. Um, so you guys have some dinner, kind of lounge around in the waiting area, um, of that that common area that you guys had some nice R knock waiting for you. Um, Ooh, there's you a know nice what's little up, baby fireplace even though it's it's warmer weather uh there seems to be a fire going that isn't really generating much heat in the room um and eventually gene comes out from uh, a stairwell uh and he looks worn as shit he's like his eyes are drained uh his tattoos are actually gone completely and um he looks at the three of you waiting around uh, oh good i don't have to spend time looking for you all how Spend time. (laughs) (laughs) Malaji laughs. He gets that reference. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, good, perfect. This is uh, this will make things easy. Um, And he walks over and takes a seat. (sighs) Versus, can you hear me in Harnock? Man, I got to tell everybody that I have a fucking. Hey, man. um, (laughs) Long story short. I got like Aaron Baker now. I just love his realization that he's like, damn it, I gotta <laughs> tell everybody. That I, have a- I mean, to be fair, you're in a timeline where there's only there's only like three people. Hey, but I feel like I gotta everyone. tell the world. I just like, feel like bro. at that moment, Ryan was like, mistakes were made. I should have kept my name. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I should have just kept the verses, dog. Like, it's just hey, so dude, fucking uh, All right, bet. Um, no, that's. I can already tell that you've been. You, you've changed, young man. That's that's good to see. You guys are gonna need it, from what I've seen. And um, need what? You know, Gene's not my real name either. <laughs> so I, I get it. Arian, it's a pleasure to meet you, Arian. 
Hey man, but. good shit. Uh, hey, you, you say you want to R or not? You you look kind of beat, dog. I'm gonna go ahead and pop two of them for you, man. Here you go. <laughs> oh, thanks. And he chugs one. Like you guys just sit there, just and just puts the empty bottle and then grabs the other one. He's like, ah, it took a full 24 hours, but and all of my built up tattoos. And he kind of looks at his pale arms now, but uh, I was able to figure out. What 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 happened with you all? Not just from time, but from the one you call Ned as well. Wait, Where refresher on the tattoo thing again. So he, sorry, he can touch someone, and then his tattoo starts to form whatever they're thinking. Like he basically made like a comic book of your what happened with you guys. Yeah, you remember I uh, oh, I touched him in Dalakani. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you guys still you know, see because it's only been 24 hours. He hasn't cleaned up. You see some, uh, some of the empty pages, and on top is a really uh, R-rated picture of Connie. <laughs> Sir. Was, oh, the, and, he, and he's like, oh, that's doesn't matter. That some guy named Versus thought of that. Uh, anyway. Yeah, hey man, who's uh, that guy? He's a fucking <laughs> sicko. What the fuck. Um, New person. When you said uh, you got all of it from Tom and Ned, I immediately I'm like, where is Ned? We have to speak about that. Um, so, and I, I was under the assumption you guys had been initiated, but that's not the case. Um, Ned is dying. What? Whoa, whoa, Ned's Where's dying. Where's Ned? Hey, hey, hey. I, where the little man at? Do you, you guys haven't been introduced by a rook yet, and so this is this is me giving you guys the initial talk, if you will, about joining the Knights of Light. So, Ned is a Nedian. They originated from the Tree of Life, and we of Knights of Light protect this tree, right? Right. So, Ned will die if he's not connected to the tree. And by being connected and attuned to all of you, he has lost that connection, and it's kind of like an E.T. situation. <laughs> Had to return home. What is, what is this E.T.? <laughs> what is this fuck is E.T.? It? Like, what is an it, bro? Yeah. Like, Without doing too much exposition, I figured that we just use <laughs> media from from the aerialways. Um, it's it's this really, really scary movie that haunted me when I was a kid. He <laughs> <laughs> looked like a... But it, but like the point is, <laughs> dude, that no, that's I I remember crying when and running behind the couch when I saw that scene of like when he turned like all like what they found him like in the gutters essentially oh, like yeah, dying they're like where's et where's et and he looked all sick and shit I was like ah! oh, bro. he looked like Dookie. Um, he did he did but <laughs> straight up right now Ned is in the lighthouse and he kind of points over his shoulder but then realizes like you're inside. Uh, basically indicating to everything around him. But th- there is hope. So what we need is for you guys, the ones that he's attached himself to, to attune to the lighthouse as well. This is how Knights of Light operate. Every region has a lighthouse, and the lighthouse provides power unimaginable among those that are worthy, but also connects each brigade to the light itself. And as such, the Nedians who are connected to you also still need to be connected to the tower. Huh? Is that making any sense? Absolutely or... fucking not. <laughs> okay. Malaje so, nods. He let understands. Me, let he me really does. Do we need to be Knights of Light? Would that fix this situation? Essentially, yes. You guys need to be bare Knights of Light 
okay. in order for Ned to continue his journey with well, you. Well, the solution seems simple to me. Every night brigade goes through this. Uh, so this is we're just taking a delayed step. Normally, when you reach the top, you get your Nidian. But for now, you need to reach the top of the lighthouse. Become one with the light, and then you can get Ned back. There's three floors to the lighthouse, but as you climb it, you'll be tested in all elements, mind, body, and soul, and then become one with light. And you will become official Knights of Light. Roll stands up. All right, where do we go? I uh, We have preparations that had to be made. Just, I, you, you should rest and prepare. Go, Ned bro. is dying. Uh, Ned you're right. okay. is suffering. So, um, and you guys, just a brief overview of the location. You guys know that this vagabond, the, the, the ship is at the base almost tied to the roots of this this lighthouse itself. So he kind of leads you upstairs, and he goes, are you all prepared to for these trials? Yes. I'm already halfway up the door. I, like. I say you bet we are, and I stick my hand out and, and look at Roland and Versus. Yeah, uh, as you're walking up, you hear, wait, wait, wait for me, one second. And you hear, poof, 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 and you see this like big golem that's like kind of breaking parts of the wall, forcing his way up the stairs. <laughs> oh shit! What the hell is oh, that out there? You're so anxious, aren't you? Uh, th- who is this dripped out fellow? Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> these, <laughs> these are my friends. Up. This is verse, and he pauses and he says, "This is Arian." I don't know why I asked. I really don't care. Um, well, actually, potential customers. I, I got to work on this. I'm sorry. Gene's like, yes, <laughs> yes, really good. You have a way with words, Gunther. Anyway, hey, yes, you guys are. Amazing, and I would love for you to come to my. Sh- Get anyway, to the okay, point. Whatever. Um, yes. Uh, yes. 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 Uh, I have completed it, young man. And he hands you this uh armlet. Uh, it it looks like a band almost, and it's studded with the gem that you saw before, uh, Malache. Um, and he goes, "Don't worry, I already took gold out of your purse that you left. Uh, yeah, here's the rest of the change. I I'm one of I'm I'm one with my word." And he throws the bag at you. Uh, it was along with, with this band. Put it on your arm. Put it on your arm. Oh, thank you for the gold. <laughs> All right. Um, so I put the the bangle on my left. Um, arm. And uh, he goes now. Now move your ring finger. Um, I move my and, ring finger. And uh, a shield appears uh, on the armlet. Oh shit! Hey, go back. Go back. Go back. How big is the shield? Is it like a buckler shield or is it like a full face shield? You tell me, Malaje. Um, I don't know the difference between a buckler or a full face shield. <laughs> a buckler, a buckler is like one of those. Um, it's like the yeah, size like, of uh, like Kratos' shield from um, uh, oh, damn, I can't even. God, God of War. War. Sorry, God of War. Yeah. God. So like a so normal. A, so like oh, a uh, yeah. um, the shields that the uh, Spartans used to use. It's like that size. Okay. Okay. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit smaller. Like not as big, but you know, roughly that size. Yeah. So it's yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah, so it's close to a buckler, but maybe a little bit bigger than a buckler. Anyway, um, so and then he's like, clench your fist again. Okay, and I clench my fist. And it retracts. Bit. I, I move my middle yeah, finger. Now, do you like it? Yeah, you can use your axe, and you can you can also... I can't even hear Gunther. I can't even hear him at this point, because I'm flexing my middle finger to extend it, and then I'm flexing all my fingers to retract it, and I'm just doing it over and over again. So it continues to make the noise, and I can't hear him. It was a very expensive thing to make. It is 800 gold, plus my fee. So, Gunther, thank you for coming up here. Uh, I'm glad he's a little bit more outfitted. But uh, we have, we have they have a trial to begin, and Gunther's like, yes, yes. Uh, best of luck to you guys, and come back to my lab if you ever need anything. 
and uh, the golem like tries to turn, but it's too big and just, <laughs> just starts ripping <laughs> some of the, the hallway. <laughs> it's just like, God damn it, <laughs> Gunther, you, you know, I'm going to have to have you. Yes, yes, I will repair it later. And <laughs> just breaking walls. He's walk, walk, <laughs> walking back down the stairs. And uh, Gene's like, okay, well, uh, let's let's go in. So where the top deck would be is basically this giant room uh, on top of the Vagabond. And there's this, just this big doorway that leads into where the lighthouse would be. And he looks at you guys and he goes, well, you can do this individually or are you going to do this as a group? The trial is based off of whatever you decide. We've made it this far as a group. What do you boys say? So might as well stay as a group, I suppose, you guys. Melage is just beaming with excitement. Like, you don't have to convince him of that. So stay as a group. Good. Well, that's the first test. Uh, you have to go in as a team. So glad you passed. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Stickers for everyone. <laughs> and, uh, like I said, it's a three-floor process. Each floor tests a different skill necessary for you to become a knight. And he opens these big oak doors, and it's just darkness. Uh, well, I uh, walk in. Row follows. Arian follows. And the oak doors shut behind you, and you guys are just in darkness. Listen to these foul mouth, money spinning, motherfucking nineties kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our theme song is Nineties Kids by Kid Quill, as well as Crunk Night by Kevin McLeod. Matt Andrews did the amazing cover art for our show, so please go check him out at mandraws.com. Also, join us at patreon.com slash the KLP to get access to all of our other content, like our behind-the-scenes show, Backstage Banter, Melage's Compendium, our weekly team streams, and lots more. Speaking of, we also want to thank all of you that already support us at Patreon. Our Knights of Light, Robert, Fran, and Jessica. Our Junior Knights, Ben, Alexis, Bush did 9-11, and Sarah. And finally, all of our proud pawns. I, I know I say this every week, but you all make everything we do possible with all your boundless generosity. Yo, here at the Nightlight Podcast, just so you know, we are for the mature listeners. So if you don't like us, you can get out. But I hope you like us, you know, and I hope you give us a listen. I hope you share this with your buddies, your friends, your pen pals, if that's still a thing. But hey... We would love for you to enjoy our content, to continue to enjoy our content, but just make sure your ears are ready for it, okay? Because we are raw. We live rough. We ain't for them kids. Fuck them kids. We out. I think it'll be more of a unit by then. Like, right now, you guys still haven't formed Man, your... Man, my unit. <laughs> Every time I hear a unit, I know you're going to say this shit. Every single time. Every single time. Like, it, it, and it never fucking fails, Nick. Like, it never fails. I just it's know like, that shit's it's coming. It's like a, a reaction. Like, if he don't say that shit, he, like, like, can't help out. it. Like, literally, like, like <laughs> pop a blood vessel trying not to say it. But he, he just has to say it. Uh, I'm going to keep calling, like, your little squads. So a brigade is like normally like a outfit of like three thousand men, and I was thinking like that the, the like brigades would be three people because one nightlight is worth a thousand men, kind of thing. Um, ooh, ooh! So God, that's actually really good. I like that. motherfuckers. Hey, poet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's why like the nightlight, like that's why their terms or you guys have so much esteem and they're like it's oh it's like having a small army on our side. The brigade, like right. the. 
the the thorn brigade or whatever like all the other ones have like really weird names and we'll get to the point where you guys decide yours and be like but uh, this is too common we're knights of light for right now we're just we're just night we're, <laughs> we're night lights we're night lights, night lights. We're night, light. night we're, we're the night light brigade. <laughs> the night light brigade. 